Hi, and welcome to episode number five of the Not Pretty Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about decluttering and organization. Um, There's a couple different things that kind of go along with this, but the main one for me is in my home, um, keeping things clean and organized and that everything has a place. But I wanted to start with talking about how to organize your life a little bit, which will then help you organize your home. Um, So the first thing that I started doing because Dorian and I had separate schedules and it wasn't working because we were overlapping things and forgetting things. Um, We started using our iPhone's calendars and um, we plug everything in and that way the other person knows everything that's going on. So we have the days we get paid, birthdays, um, any dinner plans. For a while I was putting our meal plans in there but it just got to be a little bit too much. So now we kind of just do um, just kind of what we have going on for the week when I work and then his work schedule doesn't change so I don't ever put that in. Um, And then we put vacations and such like that in the calendar. Also things that I have done to keep my life organized is I'm a list maker so I always make a list every day of things that I want to get done or things that are important to me to get done and that seems to help me feel like my day has been successful. Um, So what ended up getting me started on my organizing journey um, was a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. And they're actually putting a documentary on Netflix about it in January. Um, essentially the book is intense. If I'm being honest, it's like a lot of work. Um, but a friend added me to a group about tidying up and changing your life. And, um, I love getting rid of stuff and I love being organized. So I read the book and I took what I found helpful and I kind of threw the rest away. But the essentially what the book is about is it's about finding joy in your things. And if something doesn't bring you joy, you get rid of it. So what she has you do, she has you take sections and you go through each section, papers, clothes, uh, I think it's like gadgets, a couple different things. And you have to hold each thing and decide if it sparks joy in your life. And I found that like a lot of my clothes and a lot of my items in my home were not sparking joy for me and um, I was holding on to them out of like oh what if I need this or what if I what if I decide one day to wear this outfit and I hadn't worn it in like a year so I had to learn to let go of those things and I of course got Dorian on board because that's who I am Um, but we ended up going through the whole house and I got rid of a lot of stuff, like an absurd amount of things got taken to Goodwill and sold and whatever else. Um, But what I did was I went through all my clothes and I didn't let myself feel guilty. So when you, she talks a lot about in the book about um, receiving a gift and people hold on to things because they feel guilty about getting rid of them. And that's not doing you, the person or the item any justice. So if you are gifted a shirt that you hate, 
then donate it or return it or do whatever you need to to find something that brings joy because life is really too short to hate all of the things around you and so I started with papers I believe it was and for me I was holding on to a lot of um, report cards and school items because they made me feel important Um, I know that sounds silly but I was really good at school and um, I have a lot of papers and pictures I drew and reports I did um, that sparked joy for me and anything that didn't spark joy, I got rid of, and I got rid of a lot, and then I organized those things into bins. So, I have an entire bin full of uh, memorabilia papers, so like awards I've won or whatever, and those I actually put into a binder. So, I have a full binder of awards, I have a binder of report cards, and then we have some like pictures that we drew and things like that in school. And then I have another bin of just pictures because I feel like I can't get rid of any pictures of us as kids or memories that we have, our senior pictures, things like that. So we have a whole nother bin for that and those are in a safe place in our garage. Um, Another thing that we did was, like I said, we went through all of our clothes and decided if things sparked joy and I got rid of a lot of clothes and so did Dorian and we actually purge every single year around Black Friday when we buy our new clothes for the year and there are things that we hold on to for a few years but um, I noticed like if Dorian bought me a shirt and I just haven't worn it in like a year and I go to get rid of it he would be like you're really going to get rid of that shirt and then I would feel guilty and so I would keep it. And the reality is like our style changes, how we feel about ourselves and the clothes changes. It's okay to get rid of those things. They're just clothes. You're not getting rid of somebody's love or appreciation for you. So you have to be able to let those things go. Um, And then we also went through like all of our household items. And so there are things that are not going to spark joy like light bulbs or batteries. Um, But those things are okay to keep in your house and to just find ways to organize them a little bit better. So I asked some people on Instagram um, what they had a hard time getting rid of. So one of my friends said all of the things, especially the husband's papers and boxes from anything purchased. So one of the things she talks about in her book is um, manuals. So like people hold on to manuals of stuff they don't even have anymore. So when you're going through papers, what I suggest is to sit down, take all the papers you have, every single one, pull them from the garage, pull them from the house, pull them from every drawer, everything, uh, and put them in one spot and go through each individual paper. And maybe it doesn't bring you joy and not all of your papers are going to, but how often do you look at a manual? Also, can you look the manual up online. And if you can look the manual up online, throw it in the garbage. Get rid of it. You don't need it. You don't need any of them. Do you have uh, receipts from more than seven years ago that that you need? No, you don't. Do you have receipts from last year that you need? No. Unless they are going along with your taxes, you don't need them. And if they're going along with your taxes, those need to be filed with your taxes so that if you get audited, you're not searching through papers in the garage and your junk drawer and everything else. Also, 
Speaking of a junk drawer, I don't have one because all of my things have a place. So somebody asked me, I want to know how you stay so organized and how your house is always so clean. I have a couple reasons my house is always so clean and I will talk about that in a few minutes. But the reason I stay so organized is because every single thing I own has a place. And if it doesn't have a place, I either find one or I get rid of it. So I know I'm a little bit psycho, but in Lincoln's playroom, he has bins and the bins are organized. He has Legos in one, cars in one, um, some like misc toys like Superman and Gumby and some weird stuff like that but they're organized and he can play with whatever he wants, but I just like them to be organized because it makes me feel better. But, um, back to the papers. So get rid of the papers that you don't need. The, um, report cards, say your kids. I know it gets hard when you have kids. I want to save everything that they do and they're not even in school yet. So, um, if you have like a report cards or pictures that they've painted, couple things I've heard. You can keep two of your favorite things per school year. Get rid of the rest. You can, um, you can keep all of them if you want, if that makes you happy, if that brings you joy. Have a bin, put everything they've done in a bin, and keep it, and let them decide what they want when they get a little bit older. Uh, But don't just leave papers strewed about your house, because that's not organized, and you're just going to feel like you live in clutter. Um, so another thing that people said they had a hard time with was clothes that I hope to fit in again one day. I think that's okay. I have a box full of, um, maternity clothes and Dorian has a couple things that he has set aside that he hopes he fits in one day. Um, I, if it's your whole wardrobe, probably get rid of it. If you have new clothes that fit you and and you're not doing anything to change your diet or your exercise, um, I know that the person that sent this to me has had surgery on their foot recently. So I totally get it if you are kind of waiting until you've healed from surgery to be able to work out and get back to the place that you won't, you can wear those clothes again, then I think keep them, uh, especially if they spark joy. But if it's been a year and a half and you don't fit in the clothes, I think it's okay to move on and to buy new clothes that fit you and that spark joy. And it's okay if they're not the same size as they were, because that really doesn't matter as long as they make you feel good when you wear them. Um, another person said cards. They have a really hard time getting rid of cards. I used to be like this and I had to like really think about it unless it was a really special card. Like, um, my dad always writes in the card, my dad and my stepmom and say like how proud of me they are and how much they love me, um, in the cards. And that really means a lot to me. So there are a few cards that I have kept, but when somebody just gets me a card and signs their name, I can get rid of it. Also, another thing you can do 
Um, for our wedding, we got a bunch of cards from everybody and I really, really wanted to keep those. And so you can make a little book out of it. You can hole punch them and put a string through it. And then you have a whole book of cards from your wedding or from, uh, you know, your 18th birthday or your 21st birthday or whatever it is that you want to specially commemorate. But if you put them in a little book, you can fit them in a box and it's not a bad thing to keep those things to look over when you're older. But you have to really ask yourself, do they bring joy or do you just feel guilty getting rid of them? Because the reality is, if you feel guilty getting rid of a card, you have to figure out why that is. The, the reality is it, it doesn't matter. It's just a card. It doesn't change the way somebody felt about you. Now, if it's a card from your grandma who you don't think is going to be around for very long and you want to keep it as a memory to her, keep it. It clearly brings joy and and it sparks that for you in your life. Another thing was uh, kids clothes and things I think I might need. Decluttering while kids are awake is super tough too. I totally agree. Um, Decluttering while the kids are awake is hard, especially if you're trying to declutter their toys or their clothes because they don't like that. Um, I think kids clothes. If you are planning on having more children, keep the clothes. But in this case, my friend who wrote this, she has a girl and she has a boy. So if you are planning on having one more kid, then you should keep the clothes until you find out the gender and then get rid of the opposite gender. So if you find out you're having a girl, get rid of all your boy clothes, donate them, sell them, do whatever you're going to do, but get rid of them because you don't need them anymore. You're not having another kid. Be done with it. If at a certain point you and your husband decide that you're getting rid of, you're getting rid, you're not getting rid of your kids, (laughs) you've decided not to have any more children, then get rid of the clothes, get rid of the baby toys, get rid of everything that you know that they do not need any longer. Um, Things that you might need. I don't struggle with this with like household items, but I totally struggle with this with clothes. So for some reason I have like a, I call it my interview outfit. That's how it stays in my closet. Um, But it's this really cute pair of navy blue slacks with this super cute blue shirt that I have. And I have not worn it since I interviewed at my place of employment now. So it's been over a year and that's the last time I wore it. So it sparks joy for me. It really, really does. I love this outfit. But it also is a necessity, I tell myself, um, because I need an interview outfit. I don't plan on getting a new job, but who plans on getting fired or getting laid off or anything like that? Who knows when I'll need it, but I want to make sure that if I do need an interview outfit, I don't have to go buy one because if I'm in a place that I'm looking for a new job, I probably can't afford one. Um, so things that you think you need though, honestly, most of the time you don't need it. And most of the time I find myself not ever caring once I finally get rid of the clothes. I don't ever need them. If I haven't worn it in a year, I'm probably not going to wear it for another year. If it's something you really feel like you need, like you see a shirt and you go, oh my gosh, I forgot. I really forgot I needed, like I had this shirt and I really want to wear it. And three months go by and you have not worn it, toss it out because you're not going to wear it. Even if you love it so much, if you're not going to wear it, you're not going to wear it. And it's just taking up space in your closet and making you feel crowded. Um, Another person said that they had a hard time getting rid of their shitty taste in men. 
Um, I cannot help you with this one. Uh, I think it's a thing we all have to go through and I think we all have to have our share of shitty men before we find the one that makes us happy and uh, that helps encourage and love us the way that we deserve to be encouraged and loved. So um, you know who you are. (laughs) I hope that your shitty taste in men gets better because you deserve everything. Um, And then the last one I had was people had a hard time getting rid of memorabilia. And it does just sit in a box. She said memorabilia that just sits in a box. And I totally get it. I really do. Like my whole first five minutes of this is talking about the papers and how um, I was really, really attached to papers for a long time. And I had probably like three or four boxes of memorabilia before I sat down and went through it and realized like, was any of this stuff I wanted to show to my kids at a certain point? And like some things were like when they tell me they got bad grades and they like tell me like, oh, did you, did you get good grades, mom? Like, actually I did. Here's my straight A's for eight years in a row. Um, really that's why I keep them. But the stuff that I looked at, I just didn't feel like I really needed. I didn't feel like it was something I was like super proud of. It was just something I was afraid to let go of. Um, I used to hold on to, I had a whole box of shirts. So like from my Reynolds high school days. So I had like basketball shirts and I had this church camp shirt that I really loved. Um, I had this really cool racing shirt from when I went to the boat races with my sister when I was little and I was keeping this box of shirts and Dorian's like, why are you keeping all this stuff? And I was like, I just love these shirts and like, I can't bear to get rid of them but I don't want to wear them anymore. And so what I did was I cut out the shirts and made them into a quilt. So I have a t-shirt quilt now. I'll take a picture and post it on my blog. Um, But I made this t-shirt quilt um, and it's awesome because I use it at night. It sits in our room and I get to have all of the memories of the shirts. Like I was looking at them last night, Um, but they're functional now and they're in a blanket. And so I don't have a sewing machine anymore, but if I buy one, I will offer an opportunity to make you guys those shirts, the shirt quilt, so that if you have old shirts like I do, maybe you're an athlete or maybe you're in band or cheer or whatever, and you have a bunch of shirts that you've held on to, I might be able to make you one of those. But there are plenty of other people who know how to sew who could make you one. It's very simple. And it's an awesome reminder of like all the fun things that I did in high school, but it's not taking up any extra space, especially, I think there's like 15 or 16 shirts on there. So it's pretty cool. Um, another one of my friends asked me how I stay organized and I stay organized by making sure everything has a place. And so, um, Lincoln's toys have a place. Uh, I don't have a junk drawer, so we have places for pens. We have a place for the computer, our socks, underwear, bras, everything have a specific place. Our closet has shoes um, on the ground and um, they're lined up nicely. We have laundry baskets in each room so that dirty clothes always have a place. Um, Our laundry room is always clean. We don't ever have 
random stuff in there. Um, our bathrooms are all organized and have a place for everything. Um, if they don't have a place, I literally throw it away. If it's not being used, I throw it away. I don't have a bunch of masks and, uh, bath bombs I don't use or lotions or anything like what we use is what we have. My linen closet is very organized. We just have the towels that we use. Um, and then we have like loofahs in our bathroom. So we don't have a bunch of like the washcloths. Um, we have our extra bedding sets and I have some things that I stock up on. So if I buy, toothpaste at Costco, you get like 47 tubes of toothpaste, I swear. Um, so I have those in there and like some light bulbs and batteries we have in the garage, those type of things. Um, but literally everything has a place. And if it's important to you, you'll find a place for it. And if it's not important to you, get rid of it. The clutter is not bringing peace to your life and it shouldn't because it's not comfortable to live in clutter. Um, I'm super excited to see this documentary by Marie Kondo because she goes into people's houses who are like stressed out, like they are living in clutter and they're not hoarders. They're just like average people like me and you that really struggle with getting rid of things because they feel like they're either like important to them or they're, um, like they can't get rid of it. Like they may need it one day. And it's such a sucky place to live in because it's just stuff. And we can buy new stuff if we need to. And these things are not important in the scheme of things when you're thinking about the relationships you have with people. The things that my husband buy for me are nice, but they're not the relationship that him and I have. When I get rid of the shirt, it doesn't take away from how much I love or care about him or vice versa. So those things really don't matter. So I hope that um, you can check out that book and take what you can from it. She's super intense. Like she, every single night she takes her purse and she puts it on the floor under her bed and she takes out each item in her purse and puts it away. And then every single morning when she wakes up, she gets out of bed and she repacks her purse for the next day. And for her, she says like it's letting her belongings rest. And that is a little too much for me. I throw my purse on the rack in the hallway and it hangs um, all night with my stuff in it because it's resting. So I, I don't know. I can't do all of that. But I found her book helpful in all of the other ways to help me not feel guilty about getting rid of things and also to find a way to organize that made sense. And so I really listened to her. Like I took each item of clothing out, I held it, and I decided if it brought me joy. Um, so my closet is also organized by dresses, sweatshirts, cardigans, long sleeves, short sleeves, athletic short sleeves, tank tops, like for fashion tank tops, under tank tops. I have scarves and belts on their respective hangers. Um, I have my jeans all folded together and my dress pants in a different spot, my leggings, my athletic pants, those are all in a different place. Um, I try to keep all those things organized because her book really helped me to understand 
how that can affect your everyday life. Um, another one of my friends asked me, how do you keep your house so clean? Like, that's what I want to learn. So I try really hard to pick up at the end of every single night because as a mom, you know, like there's, there's kids toys strewn about everywhere. Um, so every night I go through and I try to pick up the toys and make sure they're clean. I'm not perfect. It doesn't happen every single night, but, um, I try to go through, pick it all up. And then I try to keep things in their place. So I try to get the dishes done. I try to have the dishwasher ran as soon as it's full. Um, I put the dishes away as soon as possible. I organize my fridge is like completely empty at all times. Only the food that we're using for that week is in the fridge. I don't ever have like moldy leftovers. I don't have, um, we don't buy anything to drink other than water. So like we have water from our sink. Um, if I have like a salsa in there, I'm like determined to use it because I don't want it just sitting in my fridge. Um, my, my week, what I do is I kind of make a list and every day I choose things that I'm going to do in the house. So on Mondays, I deep clean the kitchen, for instance, and I'll put this on the blog so that you can kind of see what the layout looks like. But on Mondays, I would do like the deep clean the kitchen and the dining room, as well as do my normal pick up the house, um, do a load of laundry and clean up the bathrooms, like just tidy them, not deep clean them. Tuesdays, I would deep clean the downstairs bathroom and the living room um, and the playroom. Wednesdays, maybe it's my day off. I go do things. Usually, the, honestly, it's Tuesdays because Lincoln has speech therapy. So then like Thursday, I would do um, all the upstairs rooms. Deep clean the upstairs rooms and every day pick a big thing that you're going to deep clean. And then the rest of the day is just like your normal pick up things. We always set stuff on the stairs when we want to bring it upstairs and both of us do this but we'll both like walk around it several times when if you just grab a couple things and take it upstairs with you and put it where it goes it's so much easier to just get it all done and it you don't have to spend any time at the end of your night doing that because you've taken two things upstairs every time you went and brought two things down that need to come down and like our laundry is downstairs So when I notice that the laundry basket downstairs in the playroom is like a quarter of the way full, I usually just grab everything that's dirty around the downstairs and take it upstairs and start a little laundry because it's just easier than waiting till the laundry is overflowing and I have to carry it upstairs while I'm carrying the baby. Like if you just stay ahead of things and do them before they're too far gone, you do a lot less work and you have a lot more time. And so the way that my house stays clean, in all honesty, is I do a little bit each day. I don't deep clean on one day and um, I just try to keep up with it on a regular basis. And Sundays is our meal prep day. So I try to do, I try to have everything ready for Monday, but for the most part, I'm cleaning all throughout the week that those things just don't pile up for me. So hopefully that kind of answers your question. Uh, about how do I keep my house clean. Uh, I will post on the blog, like I said, 
a more detailed version of what the week looks like and what kind of things I schedule out. But that's what helps me. Um, and also I do not, I don't let my kids have toys in their rooms. And it's not because I'm like a mean mom or anything. It's just that they have a playroom. So, and they're not in an age where like Lennox isn't playing with toys yet, but like Lincoln's downstairs all day playing with toys. So he has a playroom where he has all of his toys and his room is for sleeping. So his room doesn't get messy. His bathroom doesn't get messy because we clean it up when we're done. Uh, he brushes his teeth in there and he's not potty trained, so he's not ruining anything in there yet. Uh, Lennox doesn't have toys in her room and our room stays pretty clean. The only thing that ever gets messy in here is clothes. And as soon as I do a load of laundry, I pick it all up and put it away. So the biggest issue is the kitchen and the living room because Lincoln's toys always end up out there and the kitchen because dishes seriously never end. Like, I don't understand. I can't get rid of them. And uh, another, oh, another person asked me about laundry. How do I keep my laundry done? I try really hard to wash, dry, fold, and put away. And if you do one load a day, it just gets done. And when you have kids, I don't, no one told me this, the laundry never stops either. Like, it never ends. As soon as I'm like, oh, it's done, like my husband puts a shirt in the laundry. And I'm just like, how, how does this happen to me every time? But in all honesty, if you just do a load a day, it's pretty manageable. It's when you wait until all the baskets are overflowing that you start feeling like your house is a disaster and you can't keep up. So hopefully some of these tips and tricks help you. I will post more on the blog. Um, and if you have any questions or you feel like I missed something in the podcast, let me know. Um, there's a lot to talk about with decluttering and organization, but the life-changing magic of tidying up really helped me, uh, as well as making sure that I have a place for everything and keeping up on the little chores throughout the week really helps just keep your, your life organized and your home organized. Uh, next week I'm going to be talking about, uh, anxiety and depression, especially with the holidays here, everyone's going to be feeling a lot of anxiety and depression. Um, but I want to, I wanted to do that justice because it's such a hard topic. And when Dorian suggested that I do a podcast on it, uh, I wasn't sure that I wanted to, because it, it can be a really heavy topic and I wanted to put a lot of thought and time into it. So that's why I didn't end up doing that one this week. So I am going to be talking about that next week and I hope that I can do it the justice that it deserves because it's a really touchy subject that I've struggled with for a really long time. Uh, so I hope to hear from you guys and hear that this helped you. And if you have questions, please let me know because I, I would love to help you get decluttered and organized. It is my favorite thing ever to do. Um, I will see you next week. Let me know what you guys think.